Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Chris. We're glad you're here. Here's your host, Pastor Chris Atkinson. Hey, Clayton. It's so great to uh, have you uh, here with us today, just talking a little bit about yourself and who you are and what God's doing in your life. Why don't you start off, Clayton, by letting us know uh, about yourself? Just tell us some things about who you are. Well, I'm a retired uh, Main Forces veteran. Uh, I'm a great-grandfather, grandfather, father, uncle, nephew, son, uh, you know, uh, best friend to a lot of different people, uh, dear friends, I should say. Well, that, that's good. We know that you're a grandpa and uh, and a dad and, and a very caring dad at that too. So COVID has been a, you know, hard time for a ton of people. Uh, what are you looking forward to the most when the COVID restrictions are over? I, I still haven't, I haven't, I see my parents at least once a year. I haven't done that in 2020. Yeah. You know, so traveling to New Brunswick, where my hometown is. And it's not just my parents, but you know, I have children there as well. And uh, brother and sister and, you know, but um, mostly it's just to see my parents. Yeah, so. yeah. Family is so important during this time of COVID, and uh, there's that old saying, you know, absence makes the heart grow, f- grow fonder. So we get to see uh, our our families in in a better way than we can right now. So, well, I mean, I, I miss my mom. I missed my mom when I left home when I was 17, turning 18. Joined the military the first time around. And I joined, you know, long story short, I got out, and, but then I got back in. And my mother is always saying to me, you know, and sometimes you have to, you know, uh, follow your dreams. So that took me away from my hometown. And as I get a little older now, I, I, I seem to be missing my mother more. And, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, she's... Um, very much uh, an influence on who I am today, uh, who I was earlier in life, and uh, always important to me. Yeah, and you know, you're actually blessed uh, to still have your mom around. I'm uh, I'm in a stage of life now where my mom has passed, and all I have of my mom now is memories and pictures, and I I do agree. I hold them quite dearly, and and in times like this, COVID, they they do become uh, very treasured memories and moments. Well, I mean, I I I am truly blessed more more than one way because I, I have an, another mother here that lives in my home, so my mother in law. We're not just not just um, mother in law and son in law. It's also you know we're, we're good friends. Yeah. Um, have some good conversations, you know. Um, like I said, especially nowadays when, you know, you're not really um, going out and socializing as much as you would, you would prefer to. And I mean, and I, I take that aspect and that I still do things safely. I've always done same, you know, uh, been that type of person, you know, but it's still about 
you know, you're doing it, um, going out there and socializing in, in a proper context, but. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is great. This is great. Uh, family, so important during this time. So, you know, we're not allowed to do things and we end up staying in bed sometimes and uh, it's hard to get out of bed. So what actually motivates you every day during this season and what gets you up in the morning? Uh, well, um, family, really, that's what motivates me today. You know, it's, um, it's doing those little things that you can do, right? So um, one of my daughters, you know, it's like the washing machine's not working right. It's making a big noise. So it was just a, a bearing. So it was like, I went and I checked and then she ordered the bearing, I went and I replaced the bearing. You know, it's just simple things like that. That And um, so I have two daughters that live in, in Angus, right? So one daughter I was talking about is Tab, uh, Tab I call her Tab, her name's Tab. And, um, and she has five children now. So then the other daughter is one that I was watching my grandson just this past week. Uh, you know, uh, he's four years old, but actually he's my great grandson. Long story short. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's um, today is, is a lot about family. When I was uh, serving in the military, it was a lot about my career. You know, a family was not um, number one. My, my career to do my job as a soldier was number one, you know, and um, I, didn't, um, I didn't see, not that I wasn't a family man, but I was a family man after being a soldier. And one year, there's, there's um, 365 days in a year, but 285 of those days I was away from home. Like not even in federal wall area, and um, and this is more with you know I, um, with my late wife, so we, and, and she's the one that was uh, taking care of the family. But I, as I retired from the military, and now I I come to the point that now family is number one. So it's it does motivate me. Um, I'm. I'm not sure really, really what gets me up in the morning because uh, I, I, I I'm not very much of a sleeper, so I just kind of eventually I get up because you know I, I just don't want to lay in bed and uh, and sometimes it's just as simple as doing one thing and then that one thing leads to something else and then and then you're at the end of your day and you're going oh. Days over already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's that's great. That's great. So, if you if just letting people get to know you a little bit more, if you were going to do anything for a day, what would it be, Clayton? If you had your choice of anything, what would you do for a day? I'd be doing the same thing I'm doing now. <laughs> you know, maybe more social. Yeah, maybe a little more. <laughs> I. I, I'm, I'm not a person of, of thinking about um, what I didn't accomplish in the past, you know, when I, at a certain age or 
certain, I'm, I'm always the person that I'm, I'm looking forward. So, you know, there's, I suppose there's a lot of things that I, we could do, but um, the reality of life is, it's really about what, what's, in, what's going and happening in your future, not so much of what's already happened in the past. Yeah, yeah I've been just kind of doing the same thing. Um, you know, um, trying to get in contact with family members and, or, or visiting family members that you, you don't keep enough actual uh, physical contact with. Mm. My daughter, my uh, um, from New Brunswick, actually had moved up here to Hamilton um, in the summer, or just before the summer of last year. And I haven't actually gone to see her and her, her children. So, and... and you know, so one one day in the future, that's that's one of my other traveling plans. So, well, it's it's very obvious in chatting with you that family is just playing a huge part of your life, uh, and and also helping support you through this whole uh, whole this this whole time of COVID. Um, how does your faith actually connect with all of this stuff we've been talking about? Um, well. My my faith. I, I've I've had um, faith. I, I, from when I was a child, like I'm, I'm, the memories are kind of a little bit faded on that. I remember um, going to Sunday school. You know, um, there was one particular church we went to that had a little uh, bump in the cement floor downstairs, and I would always trip over that, and and. You know, end up having one of those little goose eggs in the corner of my head. You know, I remember that. You know, I, um, there's a, a favorite uh, sister. Cause I, I grew up uh, Catholic, so you know, Sister O'Rourke was her name. And and in my teenage years, I had a lot of questions, and some of them weren't necessarily related to to God and and the church. But um, she was more willing to sit down with me and 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 give give me some direction, uh, uh, you know. And um, one of my um, things about faith is when I was 15, I um, my appendix had ruptured, and so I was rushed to the hospital. Um, probably about a week and a half later, the doctors really. I got to the point that I had so much uh, poison built up in my blood or um, acute peritonitis, you know, one of those fancy medical words. And they were saying there wasn't anything they could do for me. I was, I was dying. And at that time in my life, um, you know, it's my mother that tells me, that tells me the story. She, she remembers it. Uh, a lot more clearer than I do, but um, I talked to God. That is, that's you know my interpretation at that time, and, and asked Him to allow me to stay here on Earth, and you know um, I will do great things in His name. And I've been doing great things in His name. You know I realize today so much more in the in. in and the, the Christian uh, view, uh, which is where I'm at, and that um, how much 
the Lord has been in my life. Uh, being in the military, uh, being a soldier, you know, uh, pushing a lot of emotions away, uh, you know, trying to, trying, to, trying to traverse your path as a soldier. You know, the one thing I always, you know, I, I always thought about, and there was times during my career that when I was in need that I would see Jesus. I would see this face and um, or there was certain certain things and it, you know what the long story short is at the end of my career I had uh, the, the last tour I did was over in Afghanistan and it was there's a lot of ugliness involved being a soldier and doing your job you know in a country like that uh, in 2006 we became um, we took over for the Americans as the aggressors. So there was a lot of, a lot of hardship, um, a lot of different things happened. And um, it really made me think about my faith. And then I struggled for years trying to understand all of this um, guilt and shame. And, and you know, sometimes it was consuming the anger um, but uh, it brought me to the doorsteps of Pinewoods, where I walked in the door, and it just this is the place I'm supposed to be. These are the people that are going to help me get through what what's been going on in my life, and, and take all that mud out of the water so it can be more more clear. And um, it's, um, as I've said to you before, it's just, it's just unbelievable. Like, I understand, and it doesn't matter that I understand. It just, things are clearer. And I'm, you know, there's the concern for what's happening in, on Earth has become not as important to me as to what's happening in um, the, the Lord's uh, kingdom. And um, but my, I've, I've always felt that I've been meant to, to serve. You know, being uh, the Canadian Forces was a calling, but in the Canadian Forces, you served. And there's more than a few times that I, I put um, my uh, faith ahead of, of my uh, my life to to protect those that, that need the protection and um, and but it all still comes down to is is, is serving you know and I, I did that um, being in the military a lot of people say oh I, I I couldn't do that job I couldn't be told what to do all the time well, I couldn't be told what to do all the time either, I guess. <laughs> but I respectfully, so um, there's times when, when there's directions and orders and they don't match the policies and procedures and, you know, or, or sometimes a lot of it is you would see something happen and, and some people would just turn their head away and say, that's not, that's not my business, but it, it's always your business. It's always your business to make sure that 
that you know you're responsible. There's the, the morals part of life, uh, and um, and nowadays it's I understand it's even you know it's what I was feeling and thinking then really is just following the Lord's grace in the best way you can. And, and, you know, I was, that that was my direction, my direction, you know, that's where I need to go. I, I I had some um, aggressive issues or whatever, you know, as as a teenager and joining the military really was a big discipline. It under, you know, it, it actually allowed me to use the gifts that I have in a more positive direction. And, you know, and um, that's what I'm continuing to do today. Um, you know, it's, it's changed, of course. Now, um, being retired, uh, I'm not a soldier. And, but it took me a few years to remind myself of that. <laughs> yeah, now you can be a soldier for Jesus full time. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I I like to choose other words instead of soldier. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I understand today. Like I, you know, there was at one point part of the reason why I didn't stay and I retired from the military was. Um, I decided I didn't want to to um, carry a rifle, mm-hmm. um, and um, but that kind of left me not understand. You know, like, what am I supposed to use to 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 ensure that you know you can you can stand up and protect people? Well, today I use the Bible, the words from the Bible. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Well, Clayton, it's been uh, great getting to know you and and uh, hearing hearing your story of faith and your family and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so, thanks for taking time out of your day to just uh, open up and chat with us. So, hope you have a great day, and we'll talk again soon. Yes, you have a great day as well. We hope you've enjoyed Coffee and Conversations with Chris. If you'd like to support this program, please visit pinewoodschapel.com slash give. See you next time.